1600 rockoftalk.com. I'm Eddie Erg on the Rock of Talk with me, Chris Napier, Loan Depot. He's doling all the loans here in the Kiva and uh, doing a good job of uh, getting it out there. You can uh, pick up the phone and dial him directly. Or text him uh, if you like seven one zero two four nine nine. That's seven one zero two four nine nine. He is the mortgage guy, the and mortgage uh, guy. NMLS number is three three zero zero nine three. All right, new homes. Uh, what can you tell me about new homes, the new home market, and talk to me about rates and other types of things that you're seeing out there, Chris? Mm-hmm. I know that you're very busy. We appreciate everyone who uh, patronizes Chris and mm-hmm. uh, uses him because helps him stay on the air here and the key and continue to do a, a great job. But uh, what's the uh, new home market look like? Yeah, so your new homes are uh, anywhere from you know one fifty to two hundred dollars two hundred dollars a square foot. So you're going to pay that kind of premium. Uh, there are a number of home, good home builders out there. You do end up having a couple different avenues with it. The new home builders do prefer to use their own mortgage people. Um, so just be aware of that. So so why do they do that? What's the how does that benefit? What what does a home builder get by using their own guys? They get. The reason they do it is to control the process, right? If you're building, say, 50 homes and you have 50 different lenders, you can almost promise that if you have 50 different lenders in five different states doing your business for you, there's no way you can predict closing on time. It's going to be done 50 different ways. Yeah. Okay. So they just don't need that kind of chaos. Yeah. Right? So what they usually do, it's not illegal for the home builders to incentivize you by saying, hey, we'll give you X dollars. We'll throw some money at you if you use my guy. And so... um you know, there a lot of uh, a lot of lenders and people and everybody in the business doesn't like it because it's you know it's kind of unfair competition. But what happens is typically is the loan companies that are you know designed with the home builders don't have to give a better deal because most buyers don't want to give up that incentive they were you know, going to pass up if they use their own people. So it's just that's just pretty common. But you know. A lot of that just has to do with just control of their closings and pipelines. That's really what they're trying to do. Um, the other thing is, is when it comes to rates over the last three weeks, you know, when the Federal Reserve kind of pulled off the uh, off the gas in terms of quantitative easing, uh, rates are now in the high threes, um, and so we went from kind of low threes to high threes, and for I can, you know, kind of give everybody an example. If you're going a $300,000 house, it's about $150 more per month. So it's about $100, $150 more per month for the interest rate changes between everything. So that really shouldn't knock anybody out of purchasing. Now, if we're kind of on the border and I could barely get you qualified at, say, 3% at three hundred grand, and now it's three seven five. now we're probably talking we're going to get you at 280 or two, you know, 260, 280 on a, now as you're now higher limit that you can buy on a house. So that'll not, I think, at all damper the um, home buying process. There's too much demand. So even though the rates went up, it's not going to really, I think, slow the market down at all. Yeah, the market is something that doesn't look like it's going to you know, reach any sort of you know, relaxation anytime Mm-mm. in the near future, even if rates go up. Talk to people about why. It's not just... Uh, the basics of uh, supply and demand. It's a lot more than that. They're not rolling out a whole lot of product uh, here in New Mexico. Mm-mm. So what you're talking about is for since 2008, we never as a country or even in New Mexico made enough new housing to keep up with population, right? 
And then about 2018 or so is when the millennials that we were complaining never showed up started showing up. So the millennials started coming into play 2018, 2019. So we were having a good market anyway. Then we all know what happened in 2020, kind of crushed everything. And so, you know, everybody had to kind of stay home. And so they thought, well, let's, let's get into housing. And then what happened for us is we were already in a very good market. The Federal Reserve came in and bought the interest rates down into the twos. And once they bought them into the twos, everybody wanted to buy a house or everybody wanted to refinance. And we were successfully doing that until basically December of 2021, so basically about three weeks ago. And so now that, that the Federal Reserve now moved off that number, now the reason that the bond market has moved so quickly in three weeks is because not only are they doing what they call you know quanti- stopping quantitative easing, but they also ended up uh, are now talking about raising the interest rates between the banks you know three to four times this year, which is fine. That has nothing to do with my retail rates you know in terms of car loans or you know student loans or mortgages. That's just the rates the banks change charge to each other. What really had the bond market kind of take a second look is they're now talking about what's called coined con- quantitative tightening or QT. Oh, the other way. So no no more QE, now we're going the other direction. Right. So instead of having $120 billion of buying the market, they're not only going to stop that by March, they want to end up adding $80 billion or talk about adding $80 billion of what they bought over the last, you know, we have a $9 trillion balance sheet. So they could sell $9 trillion back into the market. Well, that then means you're on purpose raising interest rates incredibly fast. And so the bond market is trying to front run that. If you think the rates are going to go to 4% by March, guess what you want today? You want 4%. So that's the whole process. Like instead of like 1.7, you know, 1.8, which is the bond market on a 10-year treasury, if you think by March, April, or May, it's going to be 1.8, 1.9, you're going to front run that. You're going to want that higher number today. And so the, and that was just in the discussion of the minutes for the Federal Reserve. Like that's not actual policy. So, but it's pretty common the Federal Reserve will actually come in there and say, hey, we're thinking about doing this. And just the conversation pushes those numbers up. But so I don't expect housing to be, you know, uh, hampered by moving, you know, even a percent on interest rate. Because at 200 grand, you're looking at, you know, at worst case, $200 more a month. And we're going off of $200 more a month from the all-time record lows. So if you look at kind of a more natural interest rate market, we were always in the fours or high threes. Chris Napier, people can reach him directly at 7102499. That's 7102499. Loan Depot, tell us a little bit about your company, why you are preferred by so many people and why you're one of the world's largest mortgage, but you happen to be right here in good old Albuquerque. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Loan Depot is about 12,000 people strong. You know, depending on which matrix, what day you're looking at, we're number one, number two, number five, you know, both in customer service on you know, servicing all that, you know, all the matrix. Um, We're considered one of the largest retailers of mortgages in the country. Um, We have phenomenal operations, right? So we can take it from cradle to grave very quickly. You know, um, as an example, I was able to, I had a friend of mine in the mortgage business. They couldn't close a loan. They gave it to me. I'm now closing it in about a two and a half week period from cradle to grave. Um, and the client's buying the house and we're moving forward and everybody's happy about it. Um, but I couldn't pull that off without having the operations back end, you know, the underwriting, the processing, all that stuff. So those guys make us look like we're geniuses. 
And so, you know. Well, you are a genius, Chris. We know that already. But, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So someone making you look in like that in the mortgage business mm-hmm. is uh, certainly a good thing. Uh, final thing, and I think it's important to talk about, uh, you know, the supply on the market uh, because mm-hmm. you've got to be chasing deals. But you personally, since there are so few deals to chase mm-hmm. right now, are you doing better or worse than you were before? Uh, I'm doing better, but I ended up changing my tactics. Okay. So, Interesting. You want to talk a, a share or is that well, inside inside baseball? That's inside baseball on the okay. tactics. But what happens is, is as an example, <laughs> last year, because I changed my tactics, I was actually able, I can directly contribute, about 14 people who got into houses that because I changed tactics, we got them the house in okay. multiple bid situations. Hmm. And so um, that tactical change, none of my competitors are doing. That's why I won't show it. You know, I won't reveal it on the air because everybody's like, hey, because, you know, everybody does it. It's diluted. But what happens is, is I got about 14 families into houses that wouldn't have won that bid without my tactical change. Wow. That's good stuff. Nice to know. And you can get to know what it is with that tactic that's going to get you through the front door because there's less than a thousand homes available in the market. In fact, I think there's mm-hmm. less than 750. Yeah, yeah. And if Chris can help you with that, all you have to do is pick up the phone and dial him or text him directly. Mm-hmm. 505-710-2499. That's 7102499. Chris, as always, we thank you for being here on the radio station. And I should say, as we do more and more reveal towards the end, we'll share more about going through the process of a transaction with uh, Chris Napier. Thanks, Chris. Thank you, Eddie. All right, back after a quick break. Thanks for tuning in. We return. We're going to be hanging out with Walt Arnold. He's next. Darling, don't go shame. Say.